Hey, this is Brent Leary, and I'm still chilling here at uh, Twilio Signal at the Moscone Center in San Francisco. Really nice setting here. I'm glad to be here. Nice setting, nice lighting here with Nico Acosta, who is the uh, director of product for AI, right? That's correct, Twilio AI. Twilio AI, thank you for joining me, man. Thank you for having me, Brent. So this is my first time coming to uh, Twilio Signal, and it's been really eye-opening. I learned a lot about it. I'm really excited to talk to you about what's going on with AI, with Twilio, and particularly around the, the whole area of voice yeah. and how it's starting to impact customer engagement. But before we do that, why don't you give them a little bit of your personal background? Absolutely. Uh, I'm Nico Acosta. I'm Director of Product for Twilio AI. I've been with Twilio for seven and a half years. I've led different wow. businesses at Twilio. I used to lead our voice uh, business unit did that for four and a half years before moving on to AI. So I'm pretty familiar with all the use cases in customer engagement across, across any modality. And it's been phenomenal to see what the community has built and all the businesses that have been built on Twilio over the last couple of years. Now one of the themes that I picked up on uh, during the keynote yesterday, mm -hmm. I, I love this phrase that Jeff Lawson said around, customer journey is becoming the company's brand. And what role does voice and AI yeah. play in that journey? Yeah, it's, it's huge. Uh, but I should say, just taking taking a step back on the on the on the what we're seeing in, in voice and in all the channels, mm -hmm. um, I think customer engagement is it's going to be transformed with uh, every stage of the customer engagement. And what we're seeing a lot is. All the channels are are coming together. They're they're converging in in the in the same journey, not necessarily together, same experience, but in the same journey. And customers are interacting with businesses for different use cases through different channels. Mm -hmm. One of the parts that we we're most excited about in voice is all the conversational AI, right? Where um, this goes hand in hand with what we do in the contact center, mm -hmm. and we believe that. When you think about voice, and especially in the context of a contact center, there's been this very deeply rooted trade-off between customer experience and operational efficiency. And there's always somebody inside of companies that has that knob of like, <laughs> how many agents should I staff versus how tolerant am I? Mm -hmm. uh, or how, how, how long do I want our customers to wait on hold. Right. And there's always a decision to be made. There's one. Right? There's one yeah. knob, mm. right? And you can dial it back different times of day, but there's one knob. <laughs> right. And and when we started looking at this at Twilio and, and doing all the all the AI research at Twilio, we started kind of questioning that. It's mm. like, is that a trade-off that we are going to have to live with forever? Mm. Or can we build a platform that enables a better customer experience with greater operational efficiency. This is this is a long journey, but we believe that we are we are on that track mm -hmm. where we can automate certain experiences that are well defined, that are repeatable, that where customers actually prefer self-service mm -hmm. and leverage the power of agents and the contact center when when you need when to. they need it. Yeah, and, um, and I'll give you a, a couple of a couple of examples. There's think about three types of customer journeys, like booking an appointment. It's a well-defined task. Right. You can automate it. If you can, customers will prefer self-service. Right. Right. But then you might want, you might have experiences that are hybrid. 
that are part virtual assistant, part human, mm. right? For example, get, buying life insurance. You might want to ask a series of qualification questions up front. Right. Use that intelligence to route intelligently, prioritize and queue to the right agent that has the right specialty, right? right? And then continue the conversation uh, with a human in a much more consultative way. So what you might have automated the questions of where do you, what state do you live? What's your yearly income? Do you smoke? How many children do you have? Then when you hand off to an agent and that is uh, prioritized, you can talk about much broader things of like, what are your life goals? Mm -hmm. And where are you in like your financial planning and all these things that like are much more suitable for a human conversation. Right. So at Twilio, we, we believe that it's really the combination of these two that are going to transform voice. And that's what we're building with Autopilot. And that's what we're building with Flex, really the conversational AI that works in consonance with the contact center. I think it was also a statement that uh, conversations are eating apps lunch. <laughs> is, that, is that part of what you just illustrated? How these conversations, whether it's voice or via text, they're coming together over whatever channel it is, but it's that opportunity to interact in real time that's changing the way customer engagement is done and changing the relationship the customers just have in general with the vendors they're talking to. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you, when you look at the history of computing, right, mm -hmm. we started with the command line interface, which we actually shifted to the command line interface. It's kind of coming back full yeah. circle, which is awesome. We started with the CLIs, right? Then the GUIs, right? Then probably you could argue like the next big uh, user interface evolution was the touch, okay. right? Uh, but then it kind of hasn't evolved much since then. And like the GUI was invented like 30 early, years. <laughs> yeah, and like 35, 40 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So like early 80s, like we're already seeing products with yeah. graphical user interfaces. What is powerful about conversations is that you're it's a different paradigm to interact with systems, right? Right. You're talking to systems in natural language, whether that's an, a virtual assistant or a bot, or like you're just interacting with like a routing layer that gets you to the right person inside a company, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but just the idea of why don't companies and systems and computers adapt to how we communicate, right. not the opposite, right? right? <laughs> and, and conversational interfaces where, again, whether it's a bot or, or a human, mm -hmm. uh, have this unique uh, property is that you don't need to learn how to use them. Mm. Just talk just say, you just text, mm -hmm. right? And it depends on the customer journey that you want to build. There might be some parts of that journey that are automated, there might be some parts that are handled by contacts, and there might be some parts that are handled by a field worker who's like the person actually delivering or, and that's the beauty of the software, the intelligence, the channels, and the software orchestration that we provide. So, what does voice in particular, what does that, add or change aside from the other kind of channels that we talked about that are more text-based but where do you see voice changing customer engagement or adding something that's not there 
in these other channels we've talked about? Yeah, so it's a it's a it's an interesting question. When I when I talk to talk to a lot of developers all around the world mm. and a lot of companies building building all sorts of customer journeys, when I when I talk to the the IVR <laughs> developers, right. they're excited about chat. Really? Okay. And when I talk to chat mode developers, they're excited about voice. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And it goes to the point of, of convergence. Mm. And I think each of these channels will have a role in the customer journey. We, we truly believe that real-time channels, where it's voice, where it's video, and then you can split voice into, into yet two other subcategories where it's like real-time voice where you're talking to somebody mm -hmm. and like a home assistant style voice, right? right? Alexa system where it's like kind of like in async uh, or turn-by-turn -turn voice. Oh, right. And I, and I think it has, if you, if you take a, a customer journey, um, it, each channel has, has, has its spot, right? You, you might get car insurance via a text chat, right? And then you type all the information that it's needed and it kind of goes back and forth, back and forth, right? Um, if, you, if you run into, if you get into a car accident, you need help, mm -hmm. you call and you do not want to talk to Bolt. You right. want to be connected to the emergency response team. You want to, somebody on the phone immediately, right. right? And you want that customer empathy. When you file the claim, right? And then you're like, when am I going to get paid? Right. That was something like pretty top of mind, right? Right. Uh, you might use Alexa. Say, hey, Alexa, what's the status of my claim? Right. right? It's probably easier than doing anything. Calling. And, yeah. e easier than pulling your phone, <laughs> looking for the app. Right, it's easier than anything. Right. So, like all these channels, where it's voice, where it's messaging, will have a spot in the customer journey. The last part of the keynote yesterday, mm -hmm. where the, the use case—it was a pretty, it's pretty funny use case—but <laughs> where the guy's at the airport and he left something, he left a piece of his luggage, and yeah. he, he's still—he's trying to make his connecting flight, and and so he reaches out in one channel and. And one, the person on the other side needs to bring in somebody else. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Then they start bringing in the pilot. They start yeah. bringing on. But it was a, it was a really fascinating use case of how you don't need to know what channel somebody is on. As you can be, you can reach them, and, and you reach the right person at the right time to bring in the right information. Yeah. How far away are we from that? We're doing that every day. Really. So, take. A Compare the Uber experience that we power mm -hmm. versus the taxi dispatcher. You you want to talk to the Uber driver. You click a button. You talk. You want to know where your Uber is. Right. <laughs> click a button. You talk to the Uber driver. The Uber driver is the best person in the world to talk to at that point in time. Right. They know where they are. <laughs> right. They know if they're like hitting traffic, they know, right? Uh, and if you want to say, hey, no, on this corner versus on that corner, mm. they're the right person to talk to, right. right? You're talking to the right person inside the organization, right? right? Um, take the experience with, before with taxi dispatchers. It's like, oh no, I'm gonna call the taxi dispatcher to let them know that I'll be on this side of the conference 
uh, of the conference hall, not on that side. And then they take the message, they try to radio down, right? right? Uh, so, and we're seeing the same use cases with multi-party. Uh, it's where like it's there's a three-party transaction, for example, where like mm -hmm. there's the food, the customer, the deliverer, right? And it's a it's a it's a reality today. I'm definitely looking forward to getting more of those experiences, having companies create more of those kind of experiences. You mentioned one word that I I've been to 17 conferences this uh, this year already. There's one word that I've heard in a number of conferences, different conferences, different perspectives, empathy. Talk about empathy and all that we just discussed from a, you know what this technology provides. Is it enablement and scaling of the ability for companies to provide empathy? Is that where we're going with some of this? I think empathy is a really important component for customer engagement. Mm -hmm. uh, and it manifests itself I think AI has, has a, a big role in understanding empathy, mm -hmm. uh, but it's also like how the experience is designed. Small things where it's like uh, when you reach out to a company, say, hey, I'm reaching out about the status of my order, right? right? Uh, or I'm reaching out to find out about this order. And it's like, if you're reaching out sitting in front of your computer it's most likely you already see what's on the website right. so you're reaching out because something is not right it's like if it was if, if if you were looking for what it says on the website you've already seen it right right so having that empathy is like it looks like something is not right here what is it and how can we help you versus saying like yeah it shows up delivered it was like i didn't get it that's why i'm calling <laughs> right uh, but it, it involves, it involves, and I think AI has a big role in helping us understand emotion, helping us understand sentiment, and then, but it's not on, the only part that the, there's a whole other part on what experiences we build after that. Right. All right, so uh, we're coming towards the end of this conference. I've had a really good time getting to know Twilio a little bit more, mm -hmm. uh, but where can people go to learn more that weren't able to come to the conference? Yeah, absolutely. So check out uh, Twilio.com. We will we are streaming uh, the keynotes uh, real uh, real time. So both keynotes are, are going to be online. Uh, we actually publish all the signal videos online as well. So it's a great way to learn about what we're working on, what others are building with Twilio, learn about the experiences. One of my favorite things about Twilio is just hearing about the community, about what all companies are building, what are their learnings, what are their challenges, and how they're overcoming them, right. and all this great stuff that uh, everybody's building. Yeah, I think that I heard six million developers in the yeah. community, 130, 150,000 customers. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a lot going on, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next year because some of the announcements that came out this year, look, yeah. really looking to see how your customers put it to work because there's some really interesting use cases that seem to be coming Absolutely. out of this. Absolutely. Thanks for your time, man. Brent, thank you. All right.